You are listening to HHS bonus content from the Hillbilly Horror Stories Network. This bonus content is released during the week for your listening pleasure while awaiting the release of Sunday's actual Hillbilly Horror Stories episode. All bonus content will be listed as HHS Presents or HHS Midweek while the actual Hillbilly Horror Stories episodes will have only an episode number and the title listed, for example, 187, The Kentucky Vampires. Those episodes are a longer deep dive into a particular subject. If you are new to the show and the bonuses aren't your style, get the full-length episode to try. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to episode 24 of the midweek episode. Hey everybody. This week our special guest is Kim and Ket from Kim and Ket Stay Alive, maybe. And uh, just like last week with the young ladies from Night Guys, this is two young ladies. They live out in LA and they have a unique podcast in the way that what they do is they take a story. One of them watches it, the other one hasn't seen it, and they pretty much put their own spin on telling the story. Mm-hmm. And it's made to be funny. Mm-hmm. And if they have guests on the show, which isn't always, but if they have guests on the show, they kind of do it like uh, a door number one, door number two, what would you do type thing. Oh, yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. it's it's you know, what would you do to stay alive if you were in the same place as these characters? And <laughs> that's what they did with Tracy and I. So they actually did, instead of a movie, they did an episode of, uh, you know, what the Crypt Keeper, uh, Crypt Keeper, Tales from the Crypt, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> and they did one of those little 30 minute episodes and they put Tracy and I in the situation and asked us and we mm-hmm. get to play a little game. And needless to say, I did not survive. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was it, fine, though. So that's what we did after the fact. But before we get to Kim and Ket, and they're also members of the Pod Valley Network. Yes, they, were also they are. Also. All right, before we get into Kim and Ket, I've got a cool little story. You know, we like to do music stories. Last week, we did Bon Scott. Oh, God. Best story. And this one's not exactly the same, but it does involve the ghost of a singer. Okay. It's not going to be a rock and roll story, but... Is it Kenny Rogers? It is not Kenny Rogers. Mm. But... Uh, God rest his soul. Love me some Kenny. I keep thinking about that meme somebody sent me with the South Park kids said, oh, my God, they killed Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I think my, I always saw my dad look like Kenny Rogers a little bit when yeah, he had his. He had the beard and yeah, the same color hair, hair and, and stuff like that. I could see that. All right, this one involves Halle Berry. She's not the singer, but does she's the one who had the occurrences. Halle Berry starred as Dorothy Dandridge in an HBO movie back in 1999 called Introducing Dorothy Dandridge, and she purchased a dress that was formerly owned by Dorothy as an inspiration for the movie. She believed that this dress also came with Dorothy's spirit. Ooh. And we'll get into that. Win-win. In a little bit. But I want to, let's learn a little bit about Dorothy Dandridge, because I know a lot of people won't know much about her. She was born in 1922 in Cleveland, Ohio. She was an actress, a singer, and a dancer. In 1959, she was nominated for a Golden Globe for the movie Porgy and Bess. I gotta be honest, I've never seen it. Or heard of it. She had small roles in the Marx Brothers film, A Day at the Races, and A Lady from Louisiana that starred John Wayne. Oh, nice. Dorothy had limited opportunities in film roles because she refused to play the stereotypical black woman roles that were you know, in the 30s and the 40s. Right. 
And she just said she wasn't going to do that. She thought she was as good as any other actress. You go, and, girl. And she was going to do her own thing. So she started singing with some pretty well-known bands, such as Count Basie and Louis Armstrong back in the 1940s. Oh, my gosh. How lucky. She became one of Hollywood's first African-American sex symbols. On November 1st, 1954, she became the first African-American woman ever featured on the cover of Life magazine. <gasps> That's awesome. She starred in Carmen Jones, which went on to earn $10 million at the box office. That's huge oh, for back Oh, Jesus. In Way back in the day? That movie earned her a nomination for Best Lead Actress in the 27th Academy Awards in 1955. She was the first African-American actress ever nominated for the Best Leading Actress role. Ooh, I would like to check this movie out. Well, unfortunately, she was up against some pretty strong competition during that 27th. Academy Awards, Grace Kelly, Audrey Hepburn, Judy Garland, and Jane Wyman. Grace Kelly won for her performance in The Country Girl. Wow. She became a sensation, though, after the Academy Awards, and she signed a three-movie deal with 20th Century Fox for $75,000 a film starting out. On September 8, 1965, Dorothy was found naked and unresponsive in her home by the, her manager at the time. It was determined by the L.A. Pathology Institute that it was from an accidental overdose of an antidepressant. The L.A. coroner's office, though, said that she died of a fat embolism, which is basically a blood clot that resulted from a fracture of her right foot that had happened for five days earlier. Oh, my gosh. Poor thing. So it's still kind of up in the air, I guess, as as to what happened. But she was cremated. And her ashes were buried in Freedom Mausoleum at Forest Lawn Memorial Park, which we've talked about yeah. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think Marilyn Rolls there and all these yeah. other people out there. Aw, well, that's a shame. So let's get back to Halle Berry. I tells you a little bit about her so you got a little background. She gets the starring role in the movie of Dorothy Dandridge's life. And she goes out and gets one of Dorothy's actual dresses. She said the first thing that got her attention is when she put this dress on, it fit absolutely perfectly, as if it had been professionally tailored to fit her body. <laughs> she keeps this dress in a uh, her den, and it was covered in paper and plastic, I guess like, like it would come from a dry cleaner. Right. So it was covered in paper and plastic, and this is when strange things started to happen in her home. This is right about the time that Hallie had been recently divorced from Eric Bennett. So one night, she's got a friend over. They're having some tea in the living room. They hear this rustling noise. Now, at first, she's thinking that it's maybe some water, maybe dripping from the teapot. Uh-huh. They then realized that it was coming from the den. Oh, no. Where she kept the dress. They went in and checked, and they said that both of them saw the paper and the plastic on the dress rattling all by itself. No air conditioner vent, nothing there. It was just rattling. Maybe there's a mouse in it. (laughs) Trying to escape. She said that her and her friend, and I quote, hauled ass out of there. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) No doubt. This wasn't the only strange thing that happened in the home since the dress was brought in, though. Can you just see them looking at each other like... Oh, yeah. And then just turn around and running. Hallie said she would come home from from work or whatever she was doing, and the housekeeper would tell her that she heard her vanity chair that was upstairs in the bathroom moving around. Aww. Also, the refrigerator door would fly open 
all by itself. Hallie said that she desperately wanted to keep the dress, but when filming wrapped up, she gave it back. No. And there was never any other occurrences <gasps> after that. You know, it's a shame that if that frightened her, because that would have been something else to keep that dress. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, wow. anyways, that's our little story. story on Dorothy Dandridge and Halle Berry. Oh, let's try to look her up. Maybe see if we can find that movie. I'd love to see it. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing it. Aww. I mean, she obviously, and she's a very pretty woman. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Halle, Halle Berry was perfect a player. Yes. As far as from a look standpoint. Right, right. And obviously, she fit the dress, so. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. That was a good story. I yeah. like that. I like that. I'm going to try to start looking up more um celebrity encounters and mm-hmm, stuff like mm-hmm. that they make for perfect usually they're not really long stories yeah but they make for perfect little short stories mm-hmm. for like this so that's that's what i'm going to spend some time after i found this one and i found a couple others mm-hmm. and i'm like man i'm going to start looking at something like i found one for um ariana grande mm-hmm. and i gave that to Kristen dakota since dakota loves ariana oh, yeah. grande mm-hmm. and it's a little short story even shorter than this one oh, but good. it'll be perfect for hillbilly youngin so. oh very nice very nice so good job babe i like that. that all right Let's see if we can stay alive like Kim and Kat. Staying alive. That's not going to be good for anybody. Oh. All right. So, (laughs) (laughs) please welcome our special guests, Kim and Kat from Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe. (laughs) Hey, guys. We have a special treat for you. Tracy usually doesn't sit in on these interviews, but she knew tonight was going to be magical and special, so she wanted to join in. And the reason being, we have Kim and Ket from Kim and Ket Stay Alive, Maybe, which is uh, our our podcast <laughs> brethren over at Podbelly Network. So welcome aboard, ladies. Hi. Thank you for having us. We're so excited. Well, I got to say, your show is extremely fun. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's unique. And I'm not even going to bother to try to describe the show because I won't do it the justice. Why don't you tell us what your show is and exactly what you hope to accomplish every week on your show? Oh, Lord. Okay. Well, Well, (laughs) you start, Bernsey. We're a horror movie comedy podcast. And every week, one of us watches a horror movie that the other one has not seen. That's very important because that person is then told the story in its entirety, spoilers and all. And at different points, the storyteller pauses to ask, what would you do to stay alive? And what do you think the character did to stay alive? So that's the main goal of every podcast. But we end up talking about the nonsense (laughs) of our lives just as much as the movie, I would say. We've been best friends since college. So we've got a long history to discuss. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So both of you young ladies are actresses. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, we went to Towson University together. And we met as theater majors. And I mean, it's a really close knit community when you're a theater major at like a conservatory ish type of program. So we became friends pretty quickly and we moved out here together. Uh, We live in L.A. Yeah, we live in L.A. Los Angeles. We've been pursuing our careers as actors together. And then we discovered that we wanted to record ourselves talking to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Towson, is that in Maryland? Yes, oh. Baltimore, yeah. Yeah, okay, you made quite the trek across the, all the way across the country. Oh, yeah. Yes, we did. It was quite a road trip. <laughs> Have you been able to act in any movies together or television shows together? We've, like, produced a lot of our own stuff together, so we've made a lot of things that we act in together. We made, like, a little comedic web series. Mm-hmm. Um, Ketrin wrote a short film that we played sisters in, 
and we may be writing a KK Sam, which is what we, what that's short for our podcast, KK yeah. Sam. Um, we might be writing a little movie for us right now. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. We definitely, obviously, enjoy working together since we, you know, are doing this podcast, but we, we work really well together, like, because we know each other so well. So doing projects as a team, not only is it fun, but like it, we're pretty good at it in terms of like how we work together. We speak very much the same language, virtually have the same brain. So, (laughs) and I think we also like feed off each other really well as actors. So it's, it's definitely like a treat to get to work together. Yes. That's (laughs) why we love doing it every week. Yeah. I've got to ask you about your, your logo has a picture of both of you. Covered in blood, one of you holding an axe, one of you holding a bat. But I've seen a bunch of other pictures from this same photo shoot. Was that part of a a movie you guys were doing or was that specifically just for these pictures? No, that was for the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. We made the blood ourselves. And then that was almost the most fun was covering each other in blood. Oh, my God. (laughs) We were just throwing blood at each other. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was it was awesome. It's a very cool picture. Thank you. Yeah, it was so much fun. My favorite was that uh, Kim had to, like, obviously we still have the bat and the axe and (laughs) they're covered in like fake blood, but it looks like blood. And so like Kim had to like, had like weapons in the trunk of her car that looked like they were covered in blood. I was like, Kim, like, please do not get pulled over. I just moved to a new apartment too. And I was like, just carrying like bloody bats and axes from one apartment to the other. And I was like, hey, new neighbors, what's up? So I got one question for you. So the, the obviously one tells the story to the other and it's a movie you haven't seen. You guys got to be horror buffs. How hard is it to find movies that the uh, the other hasn't seen? <laughs> so this is a really interesting question that I'm glad you asked. We always say, like, from the very beginning, that we are not horror buffs. Like, we're horror fans, for sure, but we are not buffs. Like, yeah. obviously, we've, like, gotten, we've seen way more in the past year and a half than yeah. we have before. But, yeah, like, to be honest, there's a ton. Also, there's just so many horror movies when you really start looking for them thousands and thousands and thousands endless so to be honest like and we used to watch horror movies together that was our thing so any movie we've seen we've seen it together so there is like a ton that's like available honestly that we haven't seen yeah and I think you know I think I speak for both of us in different ways that like that's a really important thing for us to make sure people know because I think we also represent you know, an introduction to horror. We're not coming in with like, you know, an intimidating amount of knowledge that is like super deep cuts, you know, that are, that are, can be not super accessible if you're like new to the genre. So I think we're coming in as like, Hey, like we're just enjoying some horror movies just like you guys. So want to watch some horror movies? Not trying to like review them or anything either. Like we're just having fun and trying to stay alive, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, it's that point of the show where we're just going to turn it over to you guys and let you do what you do. Woo. Yay. I'm so excited. Okay. So we have a treat for you. We're going to do exactly what we do on the show. But instead of a full horror movie, we're going to tell you, Jerry and Tracy, a episode from Tales from the Crypt. And you are going to try to stay alive. Awesome. Yeah. So Kim is going to tell the first half and then tag me in and I'll tell the second half. Okay. 
Are you ready? We're ready. Yeah. So this is Tales from the Crypt, season two, episode 16. It's called Television Terror. And so we start every episode off. You, we're just going to tell you the characters that are involved, and you just have to guess if they're dead or alive by the end of the episode. But nothing about them. All you get is the name. Okay. So dead or alive, Horton Rivers. Dead. Sam. Alive. Van Dude. <laughs> huh? He has to be alive. <laughs> Lady Vest. <laughs> dead. <laughs> Trip the Cameraman. <laughs> Do you want us to physically trip the cameraman or is trip the name of the cameraman? <laughs> We're going to say trip the cameraman is alive. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We rarely actually find out the names of the characters until maybe three quarters of the way in. So uh-huh. most of the time we play this, it's just nicknames. We're just Ow. furiously scribbling notes. So yeah. <laughs> here we go. So there's kind of like a fuzzy video intro and then it like fades into our friend, the, the Crypt, Crypt Keeper. Oh, we didn't see what we learned about him just this week. Oh, <laughs> yes. that was really good. That was good. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to just laugh for us yeah. on cue. I, uh, this is a super side note, which is exactly what our show which is. Which is exactly so, what our, if you want to know what I our just, show is, it's just side notes. <laughs> I went to a Towson alumni screening the other night they like put on a screening of 1917 and in the reception the guy who does the voice of the crib keeper went to our school and like, oh my gosh to, like, talk to the dude and well, i was like oh my gosh yeah we got to meet so. him a couple of years ago at Scarefest up here in lexington oh really yeah he's super cool right yeah he's really cool yeah so yeah tossing alum woohoo all right so crib keeper comes in and he's like <laughs> Should I try to do the voice? You absolutely <laughs> will do the voice. The fact Hi. that you thought I'd let you out of here without trying to do that voice is insane. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just panicking. My mouth yeah. is panicking. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> that wasn't it. That wasn't it. <laughs> I hope not. Um, okay. I'm going to ease into okay, it. Okay, ease into it. Okay, okay, okay. I just... <laughs> <laughs> he got southern really quickly. I'm, I'm, okay. <laughs> I just love home videos, don't you? <laughs> Fuck. I can't do it. You're terrible. Uh, <laughs> I even practiced a little bit, but I... Okay. Yeah. I just love home videos, don't you? Especially when the home video is haunted. <laughs> and he... Like, we kind of zoom out, and it's like him recording himself on, like, a video camera. Well, mm-hmm. tonight's twist to tail, my dear couch potatoes, is filed under T for television. Or should that be terror? Mr. Horton Rivers is about to find out, so stay tuned to this totally titillary tube. <laughs> you fell into it. Thank you, you fell into Thank it. You. That was awesome. Yeah. Does, he have the, <laughs> yeah. does he have the beret on? Did he have the, the beret? I don't think he had it on this time. No, he didn't no. in this one. He was busy videotaping himself. <laughs> there was popcorn and soda. So then they have like the little, you know, the comic book cover of like mm-hmm. the Tales from the Crypt for each episode. So they like picture that. And it's kind of like a news TV man, like in front of a big house. And we kind of zoom in and then it goes into real life. Television terror as like a bell tolls goes across the screen. Bong. <laughs> it's t- it's dark <laughs> night there's a big we're outside like a, just a big creepy house and it's just like creepy piano music playing as the credits go across the screen and then lights kind of start turning on and there's a camera crew we see in front of the house on the front steps 
down by kind of the sidewalk. But behind them, there's like a full fence all the way across, but not like a white white picket fence situation, more just like... Like a keep out kind of fence. Yeah. Like, like a, a don't come in here don't, fence. Don't come in fence. And then it also has yellow police tape across it. And they're like, okay, Q Horton. And then some guy's standing there like in front of the camera with the lights all around. And he's kind of like... To me, he seemed like an unsolved mysteries kind of guy once he started talking. Very but much so. You made yeah. a good point that he's Geraldo Rivera. -y. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's got a real Geraldo Rivera vibe because he's like definitely doing exploitative journalism, and you can tell from just like the way that he's framing what he's about to say. Mm. Also, his name is Horton, Horton Rivers. Rivers. I'm like, whoever wrote this has like a serious beef with Geraldo Rivera. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, all right. Mass murder, dismemberment, suicide. It all happened right here on this quiet street in the heart of Los Angeles. Hey! Woohoo! Then we kind of zoom out, and now we're watching him from a TV in like the control room. There's like a control van. Yeah. You know, the news van, I would say. Yeah. The news van. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and there's like three people in there watching him. And he's like, within the walls of the once stately manor right behind me, Ada Ritter, agent matriarch of the Ritter Home Boarding House. Routinely murdered guests for their social security checks. Woo! The bodies were dismembered and buried in the basement. Twelve victims in all, police speculate. There may have been more. Only Ada Ritter, whose suicide prompted the investigation, knows for sure. And then in the control room, they're like, okay, camera three, da-da-da. He keeps going. Now, five years later, the horror continues. Rumors of ghosts, voices in the night, weird lights and sound, nonsense? Or is the modern day Chamber of Horrors truly haunted? Tonight, we'll find out. And then like organ music starts playing. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> because I'm going inside the Ritter house. Uh, but you'll be with me on this special haunting edition of Horton Rivers Live. I literally can't hear Horton Rivers live without finishing it going, Horton, here's a who. Then he like dramatically takes a pair of scissors and he cuts the yellow police line and they're like, okay, roll to commercial. And now in the control room, there's three people in there. There's dude, Van Dude lady vest because she was wearing a vest because this is like probably 90s right uh it yeah, seemed 90s. late 80s early yeah, yeah, 90s yeah. for sure the fashion was definitely had some catching up to do yeah to itself and then there was like fancy pants power suit lady she had a power <laughs> skirt on but she yeah. seemed powerful yeah she hadn't fully come into her full suit yet. yeah she just had a she was a power skirt, skirt. lady <laughs> so <laughs> Stupid. and they're basically in there talking shit on him being like uh, isn't it stupid having like the police line still up five years after it's been closed and like the lady like power skirt is like yeah I tried to tell him then we hear from outside Sam Sam and they're kind of like oh his majesty beckons and he's like Sammy baby Ew, which I vomited at yeah and so it's fucking Horton here's a who is his name Horton his name is Horton 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 here's a who Horton's outside <laughs> calling for Fancy pants skirt. <laughs> Power skirt. Power skirt. What's her name? Sam. Power skirt. Sammy baby. So she goes outside and like Van dude is just like putts. <laughs> like he's just not a fan. And I'm 
not I agree. Not, I'm with also him. not a fan. So fucking Horton hears a hue is like sitting in his chair, getting his makeup touched up. And so power skirt comes out and he's like, okay for now kind of and like like taps the makeup woman like on her cheek kind of and i was like oh i hate this guy he's so gross and he's like so he says to power skirt he's like points to some guy like in a suit with a turtleneck (laughs) (laughs) up by the front door he's like who's that clown and she's like oh it's the psychic you requested dude and he's like "Hmm, looks more like a mortician than a psychic And he's like, anyway, let's talk about the options for next week's show. And so they go into like all the things they might be doing next week. And she's like, oh, well, there's Satanists, impotent transvestite, soldiers of fortune, neo-Nazi black group. Oh, God. And culture show. And our culture show for Thursday is breast implants. Oh, God. And I cringed really hard on all of them. Like he's definitely like Horton Hears a Who is definitely like Geraldo Rivera and Jerry Springer's love child. Yeah. No Dr. Zeus. Yeah. But he's like, breast implants, bingo. You got any strippers? And she's like, yeah. And then there's some fucking dumb joke. And (laughs) then um, then he starts asking about, oh, what about that couple who told us that they got pictures of Jim Morrison having lunch with Marilyn Monroe? And he's and she's like, like kind of she's being like, that's ridiculous. Like, and he laughs and he's like, I like it. And she's like, do you think people will believe that? And he's like, they'll believe what I tell them to believe. And he's like, look, I got a great idea. I'm going to like, we'll put on some 60s music. I'm going to dress up like Jim Morrison with like tight leather pants. I'll stuff a sock down there. And he's like, but I don't really need it. And then he starts like singing. And so fucking power skirt like kind of rolls her eyes. And she's like, I think you'll be the first TV host sued by a dead guy. Oh, God. He's just so gross. Fucking who knew Horton Hears a Hue is so disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) So then we hear in the background like 10 seconds, like get ready to start rolling again. And Horton to Power Skirt is like, you're not tough enough. You're too conscientious. Conscientious. <laughs> conscientious. Con- conscientious. You got to have killer instinct. And remember something. <laughs> you can uh, I just, just turn the page. Oh, <laughs> just because... <laughs> Just because you're sleeping with me doesn't give you a free ride in this town. And then he kind of fucking wiggles her nose a little bit and walks away. And I was like, bar. And And I was like, power skirt, why are you sleeping with him? What are you doing? I I mean, I'm not trying to shame anybody on their looks, but like if this guy, she can do better. Like it was fucking douchebag. He's a douche dick asshole. Douche dick. (laughs) (laughs) So... He goes to set and Power Skirt kind of like takes a deep breath and like has a stare at him. We, we stay on her for a little while. Yeah. And they're all like, okay, quiet on the set. Da, da, da. Power Skirt goes back into the control van and she's just glaring at the TV as he is on there. And she says, you extraordinarily putrid waste of human tissue. And I'm like, why are you and I sleeping was like, with him? Oh, so she's not into it. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So now we're filming. Horton Here's a Who is with the psychic, Dr. Workshafter. And he does like an <laughs> Did intro you just make that with him. Up? I didn't. That's his name. Dr. Workshafter? Dr. Workshafter. It's okay. Cool. It sounds like a name that just fell out of your mouth. <laughs> so I <laughs> <No>. wasn't sure. <laughs> He's like, what's up? This is Dr. Workshafter. He does his intro. 
And he's like, tell me, is the Ritter house haunted? And the psychic says, it's a pit of seething evil. And Horton asks him to come in with them. And he and the psychic says, you couldn't pay me to go in there, nor do I recommend you go either. And then Horton's like, there it is, another expert opinion that we have to defy so we can bring the story to you. And inside the van, the van dude is like, give me a break. Camera two. <laughs> so now they're standing in front of like the actual door, front door of the house. And it has like, it's boarded up. And there's some like worker men standing around like with some tools and shit. And so he introduces now his cameraman that's going to come inside with him. And this is Trip Henderson. Yeah. Like introduces him to like the TV audience. Yeah. Yeah. So there's two cameras basically. Yeah. There's like the outside camera and then there's going to be the inside. Right, camera. right, right. Yeah. Trip's on the inside camera. And Trip's just like a fucking stoner dude. That's like, <laughs> <"Z> <laughs> yeah. And so they start, the guys now like start breaking down the, the boards off the door. And Horton's just like, what secrets lay inside? What discoveries? And he's like going on and on and on. And like the van dude is like inside being like, come on, come on, like go get inside. So question number one. Do you go inside the house? And here's what I'll say. Jerry, you answer and you have the opportunity to earn a point. And then Tracy, you answer. You have the opportunity to earn a point. So you can both as a team earn two points per question. You can say the same answer. But if you think you have a better answer than than the other one, you can say that too. Well, I would say yes, you go in the house. Mm, okay. I ain't scared. I'll go in the house. Okay. <laughs> All right. No points. <laughs> you'll find Oops. out. You'll find out why later. <laughs> well, <laughs> the door creaks open, and Horton's like, "Follow me if you dare." And Van Dude is inside, and he's like, "You fucking dickhead." <laughs> And I was like, yes, Van Dude. I know. I feel like the Van people really like had our commentary they did. on their lips. They for got sure. us. Yeah. We got them. <laughs> and so now it's like a shot of the house with a piano smash. Oh, I guess it's like <laughs> shot of the house. Oh, yeah. Oh, like oh, like the sound, the sound effect. effect. Okay, of because there is because there is a piano in there. That's I know, I but we weren't there. Okay. Yet. Yeah. So Trip and Horton go in. Trip's just like, whoa, I feel like I'm like lost in space, man. And it's like dark and like things are kind of covered in sheets. And now inside, Trip turns on his camera. So that's the one that we're going to be using from this point forward, basically. So he turns the lights on and starts looking around and starts filming. And Horton is like, this is amazing. We're seeing exactly what homicide detectives saw five years ago before they like boarded up the house. And they like walk through the foyer and he's kind of describing everything and they go into the back hall past the staircase to a door I believe leads to the kitchen. They go in the kitchen and he's like, this is where Ada Ritter prepped meals for her boarders, perhaps their last. And he like picks up a knife <laughs> and then such he like, douche. such a douche. <laughs> he goes to the counter and he's like, oh, there, there's still like food and dishes and everything out and plates. And he like picks up a jar of kidney beans and he's like, as though Ada Ritter never left. And then some like rats start creeping on the counter and he like freaks the fuck out and drops <laughs> the jar and it shatters. And Van Dude like laughs inside and he's like, beautiful. <laughs> and then Horton's like, oh, still some uh, inhabitants in this house. <laughs> and so Van Dude. You're really channeling Horton. <laughs> so Van Dude is like, yeah, it's his fucking family. And then everyone in the van starts laughing. And he's like, okay, 
Now on to the parlor. He's like, I hope that's the only thing we find al alive in this house. And so it's one of those like big old houses, obviously. And it's like they have like a sliding wooden door. What's that? Do you know what kind of door that's called? Uh, it's called a barn door. A barn door. Yeah. So it's closed. And so he's going to be he starts like opening the big barn door. And now we come from the other side and we start seeing the door slide open and a hand pops through no. with a knife. No. And then a man like looks up scared and then stab, 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 bloody stab. <laughs> that was like a flashback, basically, of yeah. someone being murdered. <laughs> And cut back to Horton now is walking in and everything in this room is just covered in sheets. And he's like, this is the game room, the room where Ada played games and entertained even on the piano. And he goes over to the piano and like lifts the blanket up and like kind of hits a key. And then he's like, what's that? And he points behind the cameraman. So the camera turns and looks. There's nothing there. It's just stuff covered in sheets. And then Horton says, <laughs> What's a haunted house without a couple of sheets? <laughs> Good one, Horton. <laughs> and now I tag team in Ketrin. Now it's my turn. Okay, so he just talked about the sheets. Now we are heading to the basement. And he's talking to the camera and he's like, it was down there in a dank, claustrophobic hell that police discovered the grisly truth about Ada Ritter. So as so picture Horton is opening the door at the top of the stairs to the basement. He's opening the door. We are then on the other side of the door as if we are in the basement and we see a victim in a flashback opening the door to the basement. And that victim is pushed down the stairs by an unknown ah. person. So push down the stairs and then there's a flash of his body at the bottom of the stairs and then a flash of another body at the bottom of the stairs and another and another and another back to Horton. Ada. So he's at back at the top of the stairs with Horton. The camera looks down into the creepy basement. Now, here's what you need to picture for the remainder of it. The only light in this entire house is the light from the camera. So it's like mm, creepy. you only see what the light is directly pointing at. So it makes for like re really creepy ambiance. So question number one from me, you're at the top of the stairs. The camera looks down. Do you go down to the basement? Yes, I would go down to the basement. Okay. Okay, Tracy? No, I would not. Unless there's alcohol involved. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes I love it. Okay. One point for Tracy. Zero oh, points for you, Jerry. Nice. Okay. So... He does decide to go down to the basement. Now, remember, it's not whether he does it. It's what would you do to stay alive, which is why, Jerry, even though he does do it, you're dead. Spoiler alert. It may not keep you alive. <laughs> so here we go. So this is where Horton is going down the stairs. And he's like, she chopped up the corpses and hid them in the walls. Twelve men were murdered. Then he like tells Trip to point the camera at like this hole in the wall like this super creepy home like are we about to like see where she like literally buried the bodies and he like picks up this like dust from inside I'm like is that people dust like he's just like touching people dust and so <laughs> people dust it's people yeah, yeah. like why because like that's where the bodies were and he's just like oh dust <laughs> it's really upsetting I thought Horton was disgusting before yeah but now. now he's fondling people dust Ew. okay he would yeah he would you would okay so now um he's like greed lust what drove her to it 
And then we hear the control room being like, 10 seconds to commercial. Horton says, perhaps an insatiable need for bloodletting? We'll search for clues when we come back. And I wrote, like, he's literally picking up ash or dirt or something and sifting it, like, through his fingers and, like, making it all, like, creepy and making Trip film it. Out to commercial. So now uh, the crew is talking to him in his little earpiece, and they're like, okay, get back upstairs. We have two minutes until the commercial's over or whatever the fuck. And so um, he's now on the phone talking to someone to his girlfriend like on the phone and his girlfriend who's in the control van is like the network wants you to pick up the pace and they're like we're really afraid it's going to be another Al Capone's vault and I was like oh my god shots fired at Geraldo Rivera Geraldo Rivera did a fucking thing really? where it was like Al Capone I think it was Al Capone it was like a whether it was out, it was like definitely like a mob guy that was like we're going into the vault and like he led up to this whole thing and then there was like Whoa. nothing in it. I'm like shots fired. Postmortem. I know <laughs> I got a postmortem like whatever the feud was between the writer of this and Geraldo <laughs> Rivera. So Horton gets all blowhard and pissed off and he's like, I know a good story. I went to Afghanistan and this place and this place and what were they doing while I was there? They were just sitting on their fat asses. Blah blah blah. So he's just being a fucking blowhard asshole girlfriend power skirt Sam is like spice it up or you're fucked and all of a sudden she hangs up the phone and we hear help me a moaning from behind the door Jerry and Tracy what do you do and what do they do and Remember, where are we right now we're like still in the house but we're just like we've come up from the basement so we're like on the main floor okay and they kind of hear, I mean, it, it doesn't super matter, but like it kind of sounds like the moaning is coming from like the, the upstairs floor. Mm. So what do you guys do to stay alive? Hmm, to stay alive. I'm probably going out the front door to stay alive. <laughs> okay. Tracy? I'm going up to the roof. <gasps> Ooh. Okay. One point. That one's for you, Jerry. Okay. Ha. She got excited. So, or she had a little smile on her face, like, a little smirk. <laughs> I don't know so, why I'd go up to the roof. It's probably because I was drinking. <laughs> that, I mean, girl, you gotta you gotta watch out. All right, so Horton brings Horton like hears this, and he's like, "Trip, come on upstairs." Only the light from the camera. Also, we're still not back from commercial yet, so like he's definitely like, "I hope that we can get something on camera," but like they're not live. So we hear in his ear, "Less than a minute till we're back," and they're looking all over upstairs like going into different rooms and stuff like that and then all of a sudden we see on the camera's monitor we see that it goes to like static and the control room is like whoa 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 whoa! like can you check your connection like we just we're losing visual and then the visual is gone so now they can still hear each other in the control room and Horton hears a who and cameraman trip they can hear each other but they can't see what's happening They've lost visual connection as they're like trying to figure out what the fuck is wrong with the camera. Like trip is like trying to figure obviously Horton doesn't know what the fuck is wrong with it. So trip is trying to fix it. And then power skirt Sam is like, Hey Horton, do you hear water? Like I hear water dripping. And he's like, I don't know. So what? And she's like, well, all the utilities are obviously turned off. Like you need to figure out what that is. So as trip is like trying to fix the camera, power skirt sam is like you need to go figure out where that's coming from so question number three what do you do tracy and jerry i think you go into the house 
and go to the last scene that they were in and try to find out what happened. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That I was going to go that direction myself. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to give you two points because I think your instinct to like take whatever is happening seriously and mm-hmm. gather more information is a good instinct as opposed to just trying to get the story. So cameraman fucking with the camera. Horton goes over to the door. It's the bathroom door. We hear water. He opens it. Old man with his throat slit. Ah. And he's like sitting up in the tub and his like throat is slit. And he's doing this like creepy little like scoot in the tub like it was really like gross and weird i'm like what are you doing dude like what is that little death scoot like it's so fucking weird i'm like don't so then horton slams the door all right so now you've seen crazy old throat slit bath scoot what do you do tracy and jerry so we walk in we we see bath scoot yeah and then you like slam the bathroom door again because you're like fuck that so what do you do? Uh, yeah, I th- I, I'm out the bathroom door and then I'm going, but I'm still going to go into another room to try to see if I can find Horton and, and Trip. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. I'd probably still be hanging in there watching him <laughs> scoot. Tracy's like, bath scoot, you want to do yeah, a shot with me? What's yeah. Up? yeah. She wants to see the, the bath scoot and boogie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So if the points were awarded for being like, totally down to party you both would get points unfortunately it's to stay alive so you get zero (laughs) (laughs) ow that's right damn so horton slams the door and he's like trip come here so he opens it up again with trip and the camera there no one's there no water in the bathtub no creepy bath scoot nobody and the control room is like, Trip, did you see that? And he's like, Nah, man, I was fixing the camera. I'm like, that's how it. <laughs> nah, man. Classic trip. Classic trip. And so then all of a sudden, all of the fucking doors start banging. Ah, like banging. No, no, really no, 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 fucking no, hard. No, no, thank you. And Horton hears a who is like, Are you getting this? And all of a sudden, the camera visuals come back on. Okay. So. Fucking doors are banging. Shit's getting crazy. The chandelier in the ceiling is like shaking and going nuts. Tracy and Jerry, what do you do? (laughs) Run out the front door as fast as I possibly can. (laughs) I was going to run out the back door or jump out a window. Very good. Double ding. It's a double ding for you. Okay. So the control room is like seeing this and they're like, roll it. So the shandy is shaking. The doors are banging. It's like a very haunted earthquake vibe. And then the shandy falls to the ground. Glass picture breaks. Then we see that there's a locked door that starts banging and like cracking open, like totally cracking down the middle. And Trip is like, fuck <laughs> and Classic all of a sudden <laughs> he's that tripster and so then all of a sudden blood starts pouring out from behind ah, the closed door no and the control room is like what the fuck <laughs> so then it all stops the control room is like get that fucking camera on right goddamn now and so Meaning, like, get to, like, interviewing Horton Hears a Who. So now Horton Hears a Who is on camera, and he's like, what you're watching and what we're experiencing is the first recording of psychic disturbances on live TV. Patch me into the psychic. And so now camera two, which is outside the house, goes on to Mr. 
Worcestershire? 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 Yeah, that, the turtleneck psychic guy. Worcestershire sauce? Worcestershire sauce. So Worcestershire sauce is like, is like, you know, getting his little mic on and Horton putting hears... Putting on his turtleneck? He's putting on his turtleneck, yeah. He did have to clip it to his turtleneck. <laughs> and Horton hears who is like, what are we experiencing, Worcestershire? And... <laughs> Worcestershire is like, it's a psychic impression. A psychic impression is when an imprint of an event is made and it sort of plays over and over like an instant replay. It could also be poltergeist and poltergeist are mischievous or evil, but always dicks. <laughs> he didn't say that. Is that, that what he said? No, that was my interpretation. Get it. Basically, he's like, they could be evil, they could be mischievous, but like they always suck. Suck. Yeah. There's no good poltergeist. There's no good poltergeist. Yeah. Then Horton is like, are we in danger? And Worcestershire sauce is like, you were in danger the moment you crossed the threshold. Ooh. Then all of a sudden, bang, bang, help me, help me. The door behind Horton is like banging on its hinges again. And he tells Trip, he's like, come over here and film behind this door. He like gets it open. Trip is like freaked the fuck out. But the camera is like still rolling. And it looks like he's kind of like put it on like a tripod or something. It's very dark. And remember, all we can see is like, only immediately what the camera is pointing at and Horton can really only see what the camera is pointing at as well like he can't even see like past the camera because he's blinded by the light and so of course the network calls power skirt Sam again and they're like we love it keep going so the network is just called and said keep going blood is coming out of the doors (laughs) people are saying help me shit's going to shit Tracy and Jerry what y'all gonna do what do you do But the network loves it. So it's like, do you keep yourself alive or do you keep your career alive? Yeah, and that's true. If you don't keep yourself alive, there is no career. There you go. Wise words. Wise words. So, yeah, I'm, again, going to put the camera down or go away from the camera. Or, yeah, I'm grabbing Trip. If if in this scenario I am Horton, I'm grabbing Trip, using his light to guide me out of the house. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, for a second I was like, "You're being too nice." Horton would not help Trip, but yes, he would use the light. Very wow. smart. Okay, Tracy. By this time, I passed out from alcohol. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. Oh my god! I, I fucking love you. <laughs> I mean, I mean that is a lot to handle. And she knows she's got the lead. If yeah. she just keeps answering the same thing I do the rest of the way, so she I, knows she wins. No, that's not true. <laughs> I mean, it's really a, that's a really a lot to handle, you know, and really knowing what to do at that time. I mean, too too much yeah. stuff is happening. I hear you. I hear you. But ya. I guess I just try so to. So you just going to hold? Yeah, Jerry's I just try hand? to find a way out as soon as I could. I don't know. All right, they're both going to leave hand in hand. Two points. You guys got this. All right. So Horton decides to keep going. And he says to the camera, and he's like, we don't know what's happening, but we're going to find out. And then he looks down and there's like fucking like fresh blood on the floor. And I'm like, Uh-oh. this is emergency times. Like, this is not story time. This is emergency time. <laughs> so then Horton tells Tripp, he's like, come here and film it. All of a sudden, dangling <laughs> legs from the ceiling. Trip fucking hung himself. What? Yeah. Oh, wait. What? Yeah. On purpose? Yeah. Well, who knows? Ooh, but he's hanging he from the ghosted. fucking ceiling. Poltergeisted. Yeah. And the control room is like, oh my God. Who has the camera? <gasps> and then Horton looks up. Light of the camera comes down. <gasps> oh, Van Gogh! <laughs> Different than Bath Scoot. 
different old man. This guy's in a suit and okay. he's just like, I'm a ghoul. <laughs> Horton screams and runs to go back down the stairs, but there's ghouls, ghouls everywhere, ghouls all around on the stairs. So like there's like a dozen fucking like ghost ghoul people that are like coming up the stairs towards him. So <laughs> what do you do, oh, God. Tracy and Jerry? You're kind of like trapped upstairs right now. This is where I just pull a Tracy and just drink all the drinks. <laughs> <laughs> just like, goodbye. So you're yeah. upstairs with one ghoul or you go downstairs what, with but, several but there's, ghouls. But there's a dozen, yeah, there's a dozen ghouls that are like marching up the stairs towards you to have oh a ghoul God. party. I'm, I'm going down the stairs because you're going to have to face them eventually and I'd rather be facing them Whoa. as I'm going down towards a certain way than having them have me trapped in one room. Hey, hey okay. okay, Tracy. I'm pretty sure by that point I've done had a heart attack and died upstairs. <laughs> so you're the thought so of having to face a bunch of, of ghouls. ghouls yeah i ain't down <laughs> yeah you're you're just one of the ghouls now trying to yeah, keep your upstairs i'll lay up there and play dead or something they're oh, cool i like it okay they're they're Two ghouls points. not bears oh <laughs> <laughs> Tracy, i don't look I for bears either by the way I don't, I don't even know if it keeps you alive but your answers are so good i'm i'm giving you a point <laughs> so Horton falls backwards because he's like, ghouls, and he can't go down the stairs. The camera is still rolling on the ground now because camera ghoul like dropped it. So it's like still rolling, but it's like on its side and the light is like shining. Right. Yeah. So the network calls again and they're like, love it. And because meanwhile, <laughs> the they're, li- they're live. So meanwhile, Horton is like, help, help, help. He goes into one of the rooms and like shuts himself in into a room and he's like screaming help and the control room guy is like what do we do to power skirt power skirt is like keep him in there (gasps) yeah horton runs further into the room he shut himself into and like (laughs) trips over an ottoman right Mm -hmm. and he like so he like falls to the ground and then he looks up old lady ghoul behind him with a chainsaw (laughs) nice that was good good. no it wasn't as good (laughs) nothing's ever gonna top the original time you did that okay so the camera is still fucking rolling and it's rolling on the closed door so like all we see is like kind of like the door kind of like banging a little bit and then we just hear the audio of like horton here's a who like screaming for help and like the chainsaw of ghoul ada ritter (laughs) going and this is where girlfriend is like we gotta keep rolling the ratings are too high cold i know but like you said you gotta have that killer instinct right yes queen and then yes! she just goes, power skirt, power skirt. <laughs> so then she just goes, hang in there, babe. And I was like, this bitch. <laughs> yes. So then uh, she's like, she's like, hang in there. Whatever you're doing, it looks real. Then we are in the room and it looks real because he's being chainsawed in half <laughs> for real. And so he's like, goodbye, trying to like get away from the chainsaw. And he like falls out the window, like crashes out the window, but gets tangled in like the curtain toggle and fucking hangs himself. So now camera number two that's just been out there like scratching his own asshole with no footage is suddenly like, I got the money shot. And it's like filming like Horton Hears a Who hanging out of the fucking window, chainsawed in half. Oh my God. And everyone's just like, well, shit. 
And then we hear a voiceover for next week's episode of Horton, oh, <laughs> Horton Rivers Live. And it's like, what's it like to have sex with Satan? Meet four women and one man who say they have on the next Horton Rivers Live. <laughs> the end. And Crypty yes. comes back and he says, <laughs> oh, that Horton. He's a real swinger. He hangs out in all the right places. No wonder he's such a hit on live, or is it dead, TV. <laughs> the end. Yay. <laughs> all right, let me total up your points. Kim will talk to you while okay. I do that. Um, hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How was that? Did you guys have fun? Well, yeah, done, it was fun. That was cool. Do you feel like you survived? Did you feel like? Did you panic at all? I panicked because I felt like it was all good, and then shit started happening, and that's how we feel uh, all the time. We're like inside, and we're like, "Fuck!" Now I don't know I don't what to do. <laughs> so, how many questions did you ask him? I had one question. Okay, so I'm dead or lives. All right, so there was a total of eight questions, so a total of sixteen points. So uh, plus the five, so a total of twenty-one points. So you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve out of twenty-one points. All That's right. pretty good. We like to say that if you get more than eleven percent, you've stayed, you stayed alive. alive. So you did it. Good job. <laughs> Yeah, well, Tracy good. is wasted at the end of this ordeal, though. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. That was a taste of Kim and Kat's Day Life. Maybe. Ladies, it was a blast. We're glad you came on. And yeah, that, that was fun. Yeah, that's, that is a very good representation of what the show is like. <laughs> I love y'all's enthusiasm. That's yeah, great. Yeah, the personalities just shines straight through. So tell everybody how they can find the show and how they can keep up with you on social media. Well, you can listen to us on all the places that you would listen to podcasts. We also have a Patreon. You can just search on Patreon for Kim and Kat's Day Live, maybe. And we have lots of like bonus content and videos and special features and all that kind of shit. And then, and then we're on social media at KK Sam podcast, Instagram, Twitter, and we have a website at www.kimandcatstayalive.com. And we also have merch you can get to through our website. So like buy some shit, listen to some shit, watch some shit, and we'll just keep doing our thing. Shit. Good shit, ladies. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you all so much for coming on. We'll talk to you soon. Ooh, thank you guys Bye. for having us. Well, you won, but I think they kind of cheated for you a little bit. <laughs> oh, come on now. Well, I mean, I'm not like trying to play sour grapes, but theoretically they should have probably switched who went first instead of instead of me going first every time because then once you got the lead, you knew all you had to do was answer whatever I answered and you were going to win. So <laughs> if they would have mixed it up, yeah. then you couldn't have played that. But Hater. I love them anyway, so what the hell. That was fun, though. For it real. was fun. It was fun. Hope and, you guys tune in and listen to them. They're great girls. Yeah, go go give them a listen. You'll have fun with them. But that was a really good representation, except the other show is usually longer because it's a movie, not just a 30-minute yeah, yeah. thing. But they do have fun, that's for sure. And that's what we need in this world today, people. <laughs> yeah, you're quarantined. What the hell? Yeah, hell need, yeah, You need man. a new podcast. Go, go dig them up and listen that's to That's right. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We will see you next week. And we love you guys. Stay blessed and stay safe.